0: So river, river so valley, valley so rain. Welcome to the Axial Spondylarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a long-time spondy looking to bring the community closer, to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondylarthritis Podcast. I hope everyone had a wonderful week. I thought I would do something a little bit different with this week's episode, probably going to be a little bit shorter, and it's a topic that I see asked quite a bit in various forms or different ways through the different forums, and it is, hey, what is the way that I give myself an injection, I'm afraid to do it, I don't know how or any other myriad of ways that it can be asked. And and I bring this up because I've been there. I had all those same misgivings. You know, it took me, oh geez, 15 years to give myself a shot in the stomach thinking that it would be extremely painful. Guess what? It wasn't. So with that, I want to look at this article that I came across and it gives some tips that I've used before, but this is in myspondylitisteam.com. I'll have a link in the show notes below. And it talks about five tips for administering injections for spondylitis. Some of them are going to be fairly duh. Others are going to be, you know, ones we've thought about, or maybe haven't thought about, depending on how far into this you are. So as we go through them, if I've experienced it or used it or had a, a phobia or fear on it, I will also discuss that. Again, the key takeaways in this is mostly, it's gonna be in relation to biologics. There are other medications that you can self-inject, but for the bulk of this, it's gonna be in relation to biologics. Not gonna really go into the IV because that's um, you know a, a doctor or nurse administering it and it's not one where you're trying to do it yourself. So with the biologic drugs that, you know, they used to treat spondylitis or spondoarthritis, whichever term you want to use, there's basically can be given as a self-injection at home or in the doctor's office. And I would suggest that when you get started, maybe give yourself one or two at the doctor's office so they can watch. Don't let them give them to you. You give them. Just have the nurse there to watch. And it's very common to be nervous I tell you, I hated needles, absolutely fearful of them. Now I'm covered with tattoos, but at the time I hated needles. And so the idea of giving myself a shot, either with a self-injecting pen or a syringe, just was so far out there. It was just something that just wasn't going to happen. And so as I progressed along, when I first tried a biologic, maybe, I don't know, 20 years ago it was a self-injecting pen and they gave me the pens, sent me home I started to use them and I remember about two months into it three months into it I had a follow-up appointment with the doctor and he comes in and he says hey how is that injection going how's it working and I said well the injections are easy but god they hurt really bad and he was like they hurt they really shouldn't be any pain at all and I said well I said I get everything prepped Then I go over, take the needle out of the refrigerator, and then boom, give myself the shot. And he looked at me and he goes, you take it out of the fridge and then give yourself your shot? You don't let it sit for an hour, hour and a half? I looked at him and I'm like, no. And he goes, let it sit. He goes, yeah, it'll hurt. It's cold. And I made that change up and yeah, it, it was no big deal after that. Now, I know some of these self-injectors have different materials in them that can cause pain depending on if you have, I think, different allergic reactions to some of the fillers that are used in them. So, again, you know your body, you know what is normal or abnormal, and you know what to bring to the attention of the doctor when you start to use these. So ultimately, as you look at taking a shot, you know, the self injectors, if you go in once or twice, have the doctor or the doctor's nurse watch you, then you can start to do it yourself. And that can lead to ultimately less doctor's trips overall as you administer your medication and hopefully feel better. So, one of the things as you look at this, there's again a number of different biologics that you can use and that they all come in various injectable forms. Give you things like Simsia, Cosentix, Embril, Humira, you know, Remicade, Taltz, Symphony, they, they all have different variations. You want to learn about what is best for you. You want to talk to your doctor about options and then what you're comfortable with. For me, the self-injecting pens are absolutely fine. I have no problem using them. I would encourage you to consider that as a really good spot to start. And one of the things I see is there's self-injecting pens I've found have a little bit of a trick to them. What that is, is when you grab a hold of the piece of thigh or stomach or wherever you're going to inject the medicine and you depress that plunger you'll watch it go down i like to watch the needle plunge down in the window the see-through window and you'll hear a click well as soon as you hear that click a lot of people tend to just pick it up thinking that's done and i don't know i've i know that's supposed to be the withdrawal of the needle but i have found that if you leave it another two or three seconds four seconds It tends to complete, whereas if you pull it up right when you hear that click, you'll get some seepage of medication back out. Again, I don't know why that is, what causes it, but it just seems to be that little trick if you just, as soon as you hear that click, count to three or four, and then pick it up and you consider yourself done. So just give yourself those few extra seconds to let that little bit of medication go in. Like I said, go to the doctor's office for a shot or two, let them assist you, let them watch as you do it so that you build that comfort level up. You get much more comfortable with the process, the click, all the things that come together to make yourself administer that shot. And again, there's also the key thing I think is actually preparing the site that you want to choose for injection. It took me years to come to grips with giving myself a shot in the stomach. I had other friends that were like, yeah, I do it all the time. My stomach, no problem, no issues, but it's just... It was a psychological barrier for me. Once I crossed it, no worries, no harm, no foul. It worked perfectly, much better than I anticipated. You'll pick the sites that work for you. Now, as it stands, I give myself a couple different shots and I use my thigh for one of them. Probably too much. It's developed a bit of a knot, which has made it much more difficult. You'll pick the right spots. Rotate stomach, thigh, thigh, stomach, thigh, thigh. Just keep it in a rotational effort so that you get one area of your body doesn't become just completely scarred up from the continuous use of the needle in it there's also preparing your site for the injection and what that means is you know have a alcohol swab there get your shot out of the fridge let it sit for hour hour and a half if the doctor says that's okay before you give yourself the shot make sure to know where you're going to give it and clean that with the alcohol swab and then if you're really having some pain issues with the needle apply some ice to it for a little bit. Just numb it up, hold that ice cube there, three, four minutes, get it nice and cold, and then apply your shot. That will help. And then again, have the alcohol swab there so that when you're done, you can wipe everything down. And after I'm done, I tend to then try to work my palm across it a little bit just to seal up any hole and make sure nothing comes back out. And so those are kind of some of the things that you really want to consider, take advantage of and use to the best of your ability. And then lastly, make sure to recognize and manage the injection site reactions if they should happen. You know, you're going to want to watch for things like redness, swelling, excessive tenderness after a shot or for a prolonged period of time. You'll have maybe some acetaminophen there, Benadryl. Make sure if it's really bad that you contact your doctor. An ice pack could help with swelling if it takes place afterwards and just watch for it. Make sure if you're first time administering the shots and you're not at the doctor's office, watch for any type of allergic reactions that could be like a shortness of breath or itchy eyes, full body rash, fever, chills. Any of those things could necessitate a call to your doctor at a minimum. If they go on for very long, watch it keep an eye out on it make sure if they become severe reach out to the doctor and or 9 depending on the country or location you're in so those are some of the items that you can help to make a shot for one of these medications not so nerve-wracking not so bad I give myself the shots it's one that I've had to overcome the fear so I completely get it understand where you're coming from when you have that fear of the needles which I think many do to begin with. As you get more comfortable at doing it, more comfortable with the process, more comfortable with the outcome, then it becomes just second nature to you. And so, as we think about giving ourselves the shots and things like that, I wanted to touch base on a episode from Alex Levine's Fitness about how he increased his flexibility and strength, you know, while living with AS. The reason I chose this as a topic, you might not think, well, that doesn't tie into giving myself shots, but it does. Sometimes you're going to have to move, twist, bend, all these things that you need to maybe get to a certain area to apply a shot and having that flexibility is key. Having that motivation to start is key. So here, I want you to take a look at this video. It's really good. It's only about four minutes long, I think, five minutes long, somewhere right in there. And it's just a good way to start increasing your flexibility. Again, check it out in the show notes. Alex goes over just some real basic exercises. And for me, that's something that for 35 plus years since I was diagnosed the doctor said get up in the morning stretch now Alex has done a couple exercises about using the walls and things for additional flexibility that i have never even considered I don't remember if it's in this video or not because I've seen so many of them you'll get going and you'll start pulling pieces from what he does and again it's just helpful take advantage of it review it and with that thank you for listening it was great to again be able to come to you I, I Thank you for all of the listens that we've had and every one of you that are out there enjoying the show. Take care and I hope you have a wonderful week.